Welcome to Live Better Longer on Legend 100.3, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Dr. John DeLuca will discuss common health issues and solutions through the modalities of integrative medicine and how they can benefit you. And now, Live Better Longer. Good morning. Happy South Florida Saturday. Mike McGann here with you as I always am, and it's one of my very favorite programs because, you know, I love to learn, and I always learn on this program. It is Live Better Longer, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. I'm always so excited, and I'm particularly excited for today's program. I'll explain why in just a minute, but you can reach out to uh, Palm Beach Integrative Medicine by calling 561-630-8722, 561-630-8722. And the website to learn more is palmbeachintegrative.com. Palmbeachintegrative.com. And with me, of course, we have got the medical director, Dr. John DeLuca. How you doing, John? Morning, Mike. How are you? I am outstanding. Always great to see you, my friend. And uh, the doctor is definitely in the house. And we also have with us our dear friend, Courtney, who is awake and raring to go. How are you doing, Lady C? <laughs> I'm doing good, Mike. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Always wonderful to have you two here. Yeah, living better longer. That's what this program is all about. And Palm Beach Integrative, uh, there's so much that you can do right there at that office. Get that consultation. You can learn a ton about what's happening with your body. There's all kinds of tests and hormones and things we've discussed on this program and we will discuss again. But today, uh, Dr. DeLuca, you've got some very cool tips about living better, longer strategies. You can ha- you can do them for free in your for own free. home. For free. Free, that's a key word, right? F-R-E-E, like that you know free concert tonight at Abacoa that's happening <laughs> and I hope to see you at. But uh, let's talk a bit about some of those strategies, Dr. DeLuca, because some of them are very simple, but the effects they can have, it's an exponential increase in health from some minor changes. Let's talk a bit about it. Yes, so there are many factions to integrative medicine as we've gone, uh, have we talked about before. And one of them, or actually at the core of it, is lifestyle medicine. Yes. So lifestyle medicine is, another word for that you could actually say is preventive medicine. Oh, preventive medicine, right? I mean, there's a reason the old saw announced that prevention is a pound of cure. It's very true. It's Well, I say it's a ton of cure. And you're right. That's more accurate. It really is. It's that exponential change, right? It's, we're talking about medical economics today. It's very expensive to be <laughs> sick today. Oh, boy, howdy. Yes, yeah, indeed. and we're going to have a whole show on medical economics coming up soon. Oh, that's going to be a good one. It's an important one. And today we're going to talk about lifestyle medicine or how to build good habits. Oh, habits. And, you know, people can sit here and what... It's an excuse people use a lot. It's just a habit I have. I've got a habit of this now. You know what? There are a few very good habits out there, but a lot of us have bad or just lazy habits. Correct. Or we the, fall into patterns. We get, yeah, we're ruts. Oh, dude, I've been there. Yeah. So let's talk about getting out of some of those ruts and building better habits. Excellent. So there are one, two, three, four, five, seven things I want to talk about today, and hopefully we have time to squeeze them all in. I think we can make it happen. Let's do it. Okay. So these are habits that I want you to build. This is actually how to be healthy for free or for low cost. Okay. Um, the first one we're going to start out with is exercise and activity. Oh, yeah. Now, they're not the same thing. Exercise is different than activity. What's the difference there? Okay. Exercise is movement or a procedure with a purpose. Okay. So that might be to raise your heart rate. Yes. Activity is just what it sounds like. You're active. 
So my patients come in to talk to me. I'll say, well, tell me about your exercise habits. Oh, I say, oh, I exercise a lot. I walk the dog. Well, no, that's not sustained. That's activity. And both are important. Sure. Now, the, the medical research shows that people who are active and who exercise, two separate things, but they're both healthier than the people who are, shall we say, couch potatoes. Yes, I get you. And that's, that's quite a, really, that's an epidemic. It, it is. Yeah. Um, so now sometimes there's reasons, health reasons, why you can't be active. Certainly. Yeah, you have a broken leg, you're, you're, you, know, you have chronic fatigue syndrome, you have fibromyalgia. Right. We see those patients all the time. And we worked with them. We work with them strongly to get them back on their feet, right. get them back moving so they can be first active and then start an exercise program. I, that's such an interesting difference. Like, I think that's fascinating because I love to walk, right? Like, I like to get out and walk for a couple of hours. And I don't know what that's doing. Like, my heart rate seems to go up, but I don't measure it. So with me, it is more of an activity side than an exercise side. It's targeted, but my target is not particularly clear. I, I need to focus on that. Yes. So... Research shows if you walk at least 30 minutes a day, mm -hmm. you will be in better health. Okay. That's sustained walking. That's not, I walk to the kitchen, to the refrigerator, walk back to the couch. Yeah, grab the beer, take it back to the couch, yes. and you throw the empty in the recycling bin. That does not count. It's I would assume be, not. It's got to be sustained. <laughs> most, probably the most important time to do it is after a meal because it helps you lower your blood glucose level. Okay, interesting. So even the diabetic, uh, American Diabetic Association says walk 30 minutes after a meal to help lower your glucose. Okay. The people who walk longer live better and longer. Good. I think that makes perfect sense. So it fits right in our model. And you know, another, actually, it's one of the nice things about living where we live is that a lot of stuff is right near us. I mean, a lot of things that we do are in walking distance. The Gardens Mall is walking distance from where I live. Whole Foods, walking distance from where I live. I should be doing more of that myself. We don't have we we are blessed enough to live in Florida. Yeah. We don't have inclement weather six or seven months of the year. Right. So we can get out and walk. Yeah. So what I like to do is I to eat dinner and then I go for and I I am blessed to live on the beach. There so you go. I walk on the beach barefoot and we're going to talk about that being on the beach in a, in a little bit. Oh but yeah, that's important. Grounding. I, grounding. Yeah. It's very important. It and is. we can stack our lifestyle changes yes. and do more than one at the same time. Knock Walking. everything out at once. Yeah, That's be, it. I be, love it. I love. Hey, I'll be, be getting some effective beach time and efficient. Good. I love that. I'm going to get some beach time tomorrow, so I'm excited to talk about that. So exercise, there's basically, there's a few different kinds of exercise. One is cardio for cardiovascular fitness, mm -hmm. and that's typically what we would think of as aerobic, or another way uh, to do that is high-intensity interval training, Okay. where you go for a very brief period of very all-out exercise and then a break in between. There are different formulas, different ways to do that, but that is the most efficient and effective way to do your cardiovascular training. Okay. In our office, we have a specialized bicycle called a Carol bike. Okay. And we can reduce the necessary amount of time for your HIIT program, High Intensity Interval Training Program, to eight minutes twice a week. And that will give you all the cardiovascular benefits that you need, period. Eight minutes twice a week? Eight minutes twice a week. Now, it's, it's a special computerized bike. Sure. But it, that is the most efficient and effective way to do it. I, I love biking. I love that whole feeling. So I got to do that one of these days. Well, that's so good because it's a program and it does it for you. Like right. the monitor's there. You don't have to think. It just does just, it and just you do just it. pedal. 
I love it. Well, it, it doesn't do the pedaling for you, but right. you just you, have to pedal. You've got to do the pedaling, but it takes out all the minutia. Yeah, it does. The, okay. the pre-programming, the thinking, it just it, it coaches you along the way. Love it. And then so there's resistance training, which is designed to strengthen and build muscle, right? Uh, which is very important as we, especially as we get older. Oh yes. And in a week or two, we're going to have a whole show just on muscle. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, that's a that's a very important one. Um, and then there's stretching or or yoga. Okay. And um, that's also important for flexibility. Ooh, and, big one. Yeah, which is because, you know, we live in a society now where we're less flexible. Why? Well, we have our heads on the computer. We mm. have our heads down on the phone. True. We're going into constant flexion. And when we should be in, going the other way, in extension. So oh. it's important to, you know, do the stretching, do your yoga, your Pilates, your stretching, your Tai Chi, anything that gets you in fluid movement. I learned some stretches recently because my... The curve in my neck goes the wrong way now. Yes. And uh, I have learned a particular set that really does help me with that in posture. And so it's, uh, these are great. J just that alone is a massive change, but yeah. there's still a lot more to get to. There's a lot more. So say you don't have, uh, you, you can't come to our office, you don't have a bike. You don't have a really place to walk. You can walk upstairs. I was just doing that. <laughs> yeah. I love stair walking. So the original stairmaster is it was stairs. It's just a set of steps. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Go for it. You know, go up, go down, sure. When I was in the when I was in medical school in the Caribbean, my my stairmaster, and I have a picture of this, I'll probably put it on the website now. Um, it was a very steep, very highly inclined set of stairs. I used to run up the stairs, walk down, run up the stairs, walk down. Nice. I did that for ten minutes and that was my that was my leg workout and my interval training. I, I used to love it because uh, there used to be somebody that, that lived near here that I did some business with on the radio, and they lived on the 20th floor of their condo. So I used to go and take the stairs a few types a week to get up there. Perfect. And I would do Facebook posts. Here I am on one, here I am on like 12, <laughs> and here I am on 20. And uh, I always felt so good after that, up the 20, down the 20, and back to, back to the day. How many steps okay. should someone do a day then? Like if they are just going to be doing it at home, what would you recommend? So there's, they have step counters now, pedometers. And yes. so my watch tells me how yeah. many steps or my my ring, or I'm talking about in a Your second. Your phone even does it. My phone, my phone is pushing me around, bossing me around now <laughs> um, to get up and move. Uh, but yeah, so theoretically we should be taking 10,000 steps a day. Okay. And that seems to be, uh, you know, number. yeah, it's a good number. Uh, there's no hard and fast science on that, but that seems to be the accepted number right now. Okay. So now that we've exercised and been active, let's talk about sleep management. Oh, that's a big one for me. Yeah, I, I was, we were speaking before the show Just started. Just before we went on yeah. the air, I know and we were talking about that. And you'd be surprised how many people have sleep issues in, in the United States. Oof. Now, I'm wearing my Aura Ring, so my Aura Ring can tell me exactly how I how long I slept how well I slept if I got into REM sleep or you know deep sleep and um, so it tells me if I you know it shows me if I woke up it, right so we can now actually get good real almost real-time data on how we're sleeping now oh wow I need that yeah so amazing most people don't get enough sleep in America we should probably the average person would probably get between 6.5 and up to nine hours of sleep a night okay wow and most people are not doing that no I mean and it seems to be that the sleep you get before midnight is more important than the sleep you get after midnight. Really? Why? Yeah. Because midnight is kind of what I usually say I should probably start winding down. Yeah, why is that? Yeah, well, that's what the research shows. Interesting. Yeah, man. so it seems to be that's a more valuable time to sleep. It has to do more with, our, I believe, more keeping with our circadian rhythms. Our circadian rhythm. rhythms, right? Exactly. That way it would make sense to me, but yeah. it's just, huh. Yeah. I've always been a night person, so to me it's... Yeah, so the people who get up and see the sunrise... 
you know, we get into that, you know, in that that circadian sync, and, right? And they see the sunset, and it gets their, you know, the it, just, it has to do with the light, the the uh, the, the frequencies sure. of light, yeah, exactly. That gets your body because that's how we evolved over the you know millennia. Sure, so we, we were trained to see like the sunlight because that's how we woke up, and we're throwing it off with blue light with all these things that are coming off of our mobile devices and it's, everything yes. right before bed. I've heard that that can have a really strong and negative effect on sleep. Huge, huge. Really? Because that blue light is a signal for your body to wake up. So when you're looking at your blue screen at 10 o'clock at night, when you should be powering down. So there are, there are different, you know, um, hacks to do that. You can have your red, you know, your, your screen turn red. Oh, and, and the okay. night mode, like the, Apple the, phones have yep, Apple night phones mode. Yep, Apple phones have night mode. Okay. I have that on my computer. I have That's an special. iris system um, that, that lowers the light in the Kelvin. The, wow, the, I the, love the, the brightness idea. of the light, the power of the light. Uh, as the day goes on. So it's important because you want to be able to get to sleep shortly after sundown and then be able to wake up with the sunrise. You know what? They actually make lights that do that. They do. I'm going to, I've seen that on Amazon. I'm going to put that on our Amazon storefront, actually. That's a really good idea. I'm going to find a good one. Because what do we do? We, 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 We look at our phones until we start to fall asleep. And it's a terrible habit, but habits again, right? That's what we are. Just changing the habits. Now I want I want you to build good habits by by paying attention to this stuff. And guess what? You have you get a better night's sleep. You have more energy. You get to exit. You have more energy to exercise. You know, it, it, all it's a set these, of dominoes. It is. You know, we want to make sure those dominoes are knocking down good ones Correct. and creating good habits and good results. Correct. So get your eight to uh, six and a half to eight hours of sleep per night. Get your sleep earlier in the night. Get oh up with the sunshine. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Mike. Mr. Four Hours of Sleep. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know me. But uh, but the thing is, I get that because, you know me, I, I tend to hit these burnout points. And that's sure. probably part of it. So that's, uh, there that's you go. really Prevention. fantastic advice. Prevention. A ton of cure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So we want you, you know, people say, well, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well, they're going to get there a lot sooner than the people who don't get enough sleep. It's a joke I make, but it's sometimes feeling almost too real. Yes. So your, your bedroom should be cool. So you can, you know, so well, I know the brain sleep. has to cool a couple of degrees before you can actually fall asleep. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's, yeah. So if you wanted to, um, you want to, your body core has to, it'll, has to cool down. So if you heat your extremities, that'll, it'll drive the, the, the body core temperature down and oh, interesting. it helps you go to sleep. And make, wow, that's fascinating. So some people take a, a warm uh, shower or a sauna or a hot tub, shower off and then go to sleep. And then I did that when I lived in I guess New it Jersey. makes sense. Draws the heat. To the extremities, and there you go. I slept like a baby Fascinating. When, I, when I had a, I had a sauna in my house at, the, at at that time. Okay. So that's that's sleep management. Well, it's it's a great strategy and relatively simple. Okay, so let's talk about diet, nutrition, and hydration. Okay, very important. So diet, I like to think I I and I don't like to use the word diet because it, for me, it, it denotes a short term way of eating, and I want to. We were talking about lifestyle. Yeah, I. I think that's very true because people think I'm on a diet, I'm doing this. No, it has to be change, not not a quick fix. There are no bandages for this. So instead of diet, let's call it nutritional intake management plan. That's it, an NIMP. Yes. So the best way that, in my experience, and the most easiest thing for people to follow is the Mediterranean diet. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of talk about that. but. There's a lot of variety in that, too. Well, the, the, I think there's like 21 or 22 countries that surround the Mediterranean. So. Yeah, exactly. There's a ton you can do. But basically what they're talking about is the diet that you see in France and Spain in Italy and Greece. It's, right. it's the higher um, intake of uh, fruits and vegetables. Right. Um, meat, yes, they, they, they eat meat, but a lot of seafood. Okay. A lot of olive oil. Yeah. A lot of olive oil. 
good olive oil good too, olive because good there's olive bad oil. olive oil. Yeah, right? so we can do a whole show just on the olive oil and because um, it is very important. Sure, and well, the, and the variety among olive oils. I had a black walnut olive oil not too long ago that was just fantastic. There, there's a lot of options even among that. Yes. Yeah, oh, it's huge. But they did a study. The people who had three tablespoons of olive oil a day on a Mediterranean diet did long, live longer and better than the people who did not get that. Wow. Best incidence of heart disease. And yeah. And Mediterranean, it's delicious. There's a lot of great sauces and just different flavors to come together. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's terrific. And they have a little red wine. And, sure. And a lot about the Mediterranean is it's very um, family-oriented or, uh, you know, a lot of communal uh, social. dining. So, yeah, yeah, social. Yeah, the whole social aspect. So that is, um, you know, that's an important part of, of the, the, the nature. They do tend to eat later, which is not good for our circadian rhythm, but we'll, we'll leave that where it is. <laughs> okay. Um, and they so, also have naps in the middle of the day, right? Well, they do because that's why they eat so, you know, so much later. The siesta. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In different countries. I was in Barcelona yeah, and like kids go home in the middle of the day. And business is close. They close. They close with two or three hours, whatever they do. They go, they sleep, then they get up, they work, and then they go eat. And it's, a, it's, it's kind of a foreign thought, no pun intended. But yeah. it, um, I mean, wow, it's, sometimes it's very appealing. I love the idea of sometimes just crawling underneath the soundboard and crashing for a couple hours. <laughs> well, here's the downside to eating late. The the data for um, Alzheimer's shows you should have at least a three-hour gap from the time your last meal ends and the time you go to sleep. Really? Yes. Wow, that's... We have a show on brain health coming up, and we're going to go... I love brain health, so that's going to be a fascinating show. So this is kind of a show just to set up our other shows. Right, but at the same time, there's very real and simple strategies here that can help with life change. And by the way, you want to learn more about it all, you can uh, head on over to the website, which is palmbeachintegrative.com, palmbeachintegrative.com, or call 561-630-8722. 561-630-8722 for Palm Beach Integrative medicine. We're talking about living better, longer, for, for free, at home, with habits. It's Easy great. changes. Simple changes. Very simple changes, yeah. Yeah, yeah simple. Um, so we're in our practice, we're food first. Okay. So we want you have good food and try to meet all your dietary requirements that way. But in okay. this day and age, that's almost impossible. Not easy. So then we come into supplementation. Um, for to get the uh, things that you might not get enough of, such as vitamin D, even though like you and I live in Florida, most people in my practice still don't get enough vitamin D. Um, right, and vitamin D is, I mean, that, that's created by the sun. It, it so, is, yeah. So, um, get out more. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's important. And obviously we could, like, uh, just talking about supplementation is a whole show or two or three by itself. <laughs> and we'll talk about supplementation as we talk about different things as we go along. Um, but uh, the last part of that is hydration. Oh, hmm. Now, people think, oh, I drink a lot of water, but water is more than hydration. Okay. So we have to have make sure we have electrolytes in our water. Sure. We are more like the ocean water in our bloodstream than we are fresh water. We have the dissolved minerals. We have the dissolved proteins and everything Makes else. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, so our, our pH is 7.3 to 7.4, plus or minus. Um, regular uh, tap water would be 7.0, hopefully. Um, we'll do a whole show on, on that. water course. as well, yeah. I know, right? Um, so we need, you know, we need to take in the electrolytes with that to make sure our cells get hydrated. So we don't care what you take in; we take care of what your cells absorb. We Cell hydration's been a, a big so thing. So are you going to tell me that Gatorade is good in a moment? I will never tell you that Gatorade is good. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much artificial everything in there. How okay. do you get electrolytes in then? The cheap, cheap, easy way to do it is take some sea salt, Celtic salt. Put a quarter teaspoon of Celtic salt or sea salt in your water. Mix it up. If you want, squeeze a little lemon there for flavor. Maybe a drop of stevia or monk fruit. And there you go. Now you, now you have a hydration. Is that like drink. all you should drink or is that like once a day? 
well, that's what you should drink. Well, the more water you take in, the more electrolytes you're going to need. Especially if you're doing something like sweating. Oh, when we go back to exercise. And then you're, when you're sweating from that, then you're going to need more hydration. Because you're also losing the minerals through the sweat. Exactly. I wear a lot of black <laughs> and I do a lot of public appearances. I, and it's funny how it goes. I mean, afterward, I tend to, if I'm out wearing my jackets, everything else, if I'm on stage outside, I can get sweaty and I know I'm losing a ton of minerals that way. I'm, sure. I'm extra Absolutely. tired afterward every time. Yeah. I see guys in the gym, they're carrying around their gallon of like water. Right. Worse is distilled water because it has all the nothing minerals. Nothing in it. it. Everything's boiled it. out of it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that might be good for a short-term detoxification. Sure. You know, as far as scenario. getting the real value out of it, there's nothing. No, nothing. Wow. Okay. So that's that's the dehydration the, the part. That's the things that go in our mouth. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I have a question about that, actually. What would you say about, like, frozen versus fresh veggies and fruits? Like, is there a difference? Well, Yes. So the best is always going to be fresh. Like literally you pulled it right out of your garden, you washed it, and you put it on your table. Good to go. That yes. is the best. Um, organic, of course. Um, so it would be always fresh. Second would be frozen. And third would be canned or, you know, some other kind of processed way to do it. That As far as retention of the nutrient values. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Because yeah. I know that, that freezing, uh, from what I've told it, because it's generally a quick process. Exactly. It does maintain a reasonable level of those. But... The canned stuff because it's cooked to death beforehand. It's all totally processed. Yeah, it's yeah. all wiped out. Yeah, so you're just it's it's not even we can't even call that food half the time. So so the the, the hierarchy is fresh, then frozen, then is an absolute last resort canned, but get some fresh or frozen as quickly as possible after that. Yeah, like and, if you're an apocalypse. And always organic if you can. <laughs> okay. Okay, so organic that because there's less pesticides and other contaminants and glyphosate especially and that brings us into our next category which is exposure management pesticides and other oh, things in our food yeah the exposure to all the terrible things we'd rather not be exposed to correct um the the plasticizers and the fragrances and the and the uh, things that the air people put in, you know to try to make their air smell better or you know better well, they're, they're estrogen mimickers. They disrupt your hormones. I'm so sorry, estrogen mimickers? Estrogen mimickers. So they interact with the estrogen receptor on your cell uh, and just wreak havoc with your, with your um, entire endocrine system. Good so heavens. One of the functions of estrogen is to decrease our testosterone levels. Which I know that's a big problem already. Huge. Huge. So always try to you know, limit your exposure to... Anything that is a, pla you know, we drink out of plastic bottles. We shouldn't do that. They're plasticizers. So we want to drink out of glass, drink out of stainless steel. Wow. Period. This is, I, like a lot of this stuff, I, I consider myself to be somewhat well-educated, but wow, you're blowing my mind with a lot of this. That leads me, we've got a few minutes left, but there's one topic I want to touch on here. Uh, because I remember when I was in high school, there was a girl that gave a big speech on juicing and how that unlocks all these vitamins and everything that are held in the fibers of fruits and vegetables. Now, I also heard the other side, which is, oh no, that's getting rid of all this great stuff and just giving you unnecessary sugar. I don't know what the truth is. The only truism I will give here is don't juice and drink a potato, which I did on a dare once. And it was a really bad idea. Mike, that is the best medical advice I've heard all day. The, yeah, the, no, I, I don't go for the potato juice. It's not good. So yeah, so there is a double-edged sword to juicing. And so the answer to your question is, it depends. Okay. All right. Let's talk about so it. So it depends what you're juicing. So if you're juicing a lot of high glyco uh, glucose 
containing or you know high, uh, things with a high glycemic index, mm -hmm. very high in sugar, and you're taking the fiber away from that, yes, you're going to get a big sugar rush. It's going to spike your insulin levels. It's going to spike your blood glucose, and that should not be juiced. Okay. So you can blend your food. So some people make their smoothies and they put their berries and things like that in it, which is fine. Right. And they blend that, but they retain the fiber. Gotcha. So the fiber is really more important. Now, if you're going to do something like a detoxification thing sure. and you want to, um, you want to uh, juice a, oh, celery or cucumber sure. or things like that, that's fine. Okay. But you got all that good fiber. You don't have to throw that out. You can use that, you know, somewhere else. Yeah, I used to use it. In, strangely enough, I used to use fruit leftover the fibers from juicing in baking yeah you yeah can do that. like People make do that. a cake yeah. and yeah. put the apple fibers and yeah. so on into that we'll and it actually fibers. was great yeah. it was cool yeah. to do it was fun absolutely wow yeah so uh, and you can look up that index right like i remember us talking about that in an appointment a couple days ago yeah you can google glycemic load and glycemic index um and you can see which ones are the higher so typically the fruits that um have the higher glycemic index um, or the ones that really taste good, like the sure. papaya and the mango and the and the and the oh the yeah, pineapple all the, and, yeah, all the really so sweet ones. In moderation, you know, sure. you, you take a taste of them. Don't juice them because you know you're going to skyrocket your blood. Lose glucose. all the good stuff. And, and Mike, we've gotten through about half, so we might have to do a second part to this. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're going to have show. to because there's still a lot to get to. But I love the strategies so far. Now, if you have any questions about uh, any of this or any topic when it comes to health, integrative medicine in particular. Courtney, how do they get those questions to you? Yes, so you can get us on the website, palmbeachintegrative.com. I have a little tab up there, Live Better Longer, and you can submit questions. Um, if you want to come in, we're actually going to be doing a free health audit appointment. Health audit appointment? Yes. I love that. So we'll look at everything. We'll look at your vitals. We'll look at even like your grip strength, kind of everything. Right, Dr. DeLuca? It's a way just to like let you know if something could be a problem and, you know, get again catch it soon right. before it becomes a problem so at least you you know we're alerting to you this we do this as a public service you know for the listeners uh we think it's important and we think it's important enough to offer it you know for everybody to come in and just you know get an evaluation yeah I love so that. get us on the website um the f give me a call at the 561-630-8722 or even find us on social media instagram palm beach integrative med facebook pbi medicine and dr deluca's twitter is dr john deluca Wow, it, it really is. We, we really, like you said, Dr. DeLuca, just got through about half of this, but there's massive change already just in that half. So Very know, powerful, very powerful things to do. Keeping an eye on those habits, making those small changes to get the exponential results from it. And these are just things that you can do at home. So uh, reach out, learn more from Palm Beach Integrative, palmbeachintegrative.com, 561-630. 8722. There are strategies you can do at home, but there's also a whole lot at Palm Beach Integrative Medicine uh, that they can do for you. Uh, get that health audit and then find out, uh, do you need, well, we're going to talk about hormones, I know, pretty soon as well. There's an awful lot of things that they can do uh, on that end so you really can live better longer through integrative medicine. Dr. DeLuca Courtney, it's always great to see you too, and I always learn so much on this show. Thank you, Mike. My pleasure. Always great. Thank you so much. Once again, palmbeachintegrative.com and 561-630-8722. This has been Live Better Longer on Legends 100.3. Stick around. Lots more legendary programming on the way on South Florida Saturday morning. Thanks for listening to Live Better Longer, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. 
Learn more and set up your consultation today by calling 561-630-8722 or visit palmbeachintegrative.com. Tune in next week for another edition of Live Better Longer on Legends 100.3. The preceding program was presented for informational purposes only. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. Always consult a physician for specific health care advice.